Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before going there, I think there's a lot of question marks on the move. There was something different. Um, even for myself, I wasn't sure what to think of it. It was something that was a lot different to say playing in the English leagues. What was the league like in the culture for the football? Yeah, I mean, it was. A, I think it was a lot different to, to playing in Swindon. When Leon's interest came about, I just thought it was a no-brainer because of the size of the club. So welcome back to Life for Kitman. Something a little bit different again. Um, we are joined by Jake O'Brien. Um, obviously, he's in France, so we couldn't get him on the sofa. So we've sat on the sofa again. Um, <laughs> he was obviously with us on loan for a short while, a couple of years back. Um, and he's gone a long way since then. Um, so how are you, Jake? You all right? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well. All good here. Well, it's fair to say since... Uh... Since you're on loan with us, you've had a little bit of a journey since. Um, obviously, you come here on loan. Um, you went back to Palace. Um, last year, you went and played in Belgium. Um, and now you're obviously playing in France. Um, but we'll take it back to, to when you were with us um, on loan. How did that loan sort of first come about? Like, when did you sort of first know you were coming on loan to us? Uh, I mean, well, obviously, it was my first, my first loan spell. Um, it came, came kind of December, December time. Um, just through my agent and the club, and just said there was interest from a few clubs, and Swindon was one of them. Um, and then at the time, obviously, looked at the way he played, the manager kind of played, and just kind of suited me to come to Swindon. Obviously, I seen it was a a club pushing for promotion, um, and you've obviously got players in the squad too, so it's kind of a no brainer. To come come down my first loan, I suppose that helps as well. Like like you just said, we were a team that were winning winning games, and we were sort of at the top of the table. So it must have been a lot easier 
for you to settle in. Um, and as you said, it was a good group of lads. Um, yeah, yeah. Easy. No, I think the the most important thing was the group of lads we had. I think we've in my in my mind, I think we're the best squad of players in the league. Um, obviously, little moments in the in the league kind of let us down, but uh, the quality of players we had definitely we definitely should have won the league or got promoted to playoffs or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I suppose there's been a lot of change since the manager and everything. But um, no, even the manager at the time was was great, great with the players. I think and the staff. Yeah. Um, I just thought there was a good bond, a good bond there. And obviously, you're from Ireland, um, and you come over to England. So you obviously at Cork City before you went to Palace. Um, how? So when did you sort of start playing football? How did you? How did you start playing for Cork? Uh, Cork was kind of my local as such. Well, it was my local town, but it was kind of the the biggest step in terms of playing in Ireland. The I suppose it's different to playing in England, but it's the, the highest you can go in Ireland. I suppose it's the it was the Premier Division there. So I kind of joined them at the lowest age of academy was under seventeen. Then they, they used to play under seventeen, under nineteen, and senior. But it's different now. Where um, were you before you were under seventeens at Cork? What were you doing then? Uh, just playing like. Yeah, I was. Well, I had three clubs, so it would have been Lakewood. Athletic, Corinthian, College Corinthians, and then my local club that I've been at for longest has probably been Yaw United. So that would be my town I grew up in. Um, and then obviously I progressed to Cork City under 17, uh, which is kind of the highest step in, in terms of playing elite level in Ireland. Um, and then I played was it two or three years there before I got into the senior squad in Cork City. Played kind of the last. The second half of the season, there was the 10 games before getting a move to the Palace, which was initially on loan as well, with the option to buy. So I went there on loan um, and then they had the option to buy, which after I think it was four weeks, they bought me. Um, so it'll come and about then, and just just scouts coming yeah, to yeah. over in Ireland? Or... Yeah, well, I think it's different nowadays. Isn't it? we, it's kind of a lot of us done through social media, but like uh, video scout and all that stuff. Um so I was invited over in trial uh, the Palace. It was in December time the year before. I was there for about 10 days, two weeks, played two games against Bromley and Luton. <clears throat> then um, yeah, no, I just got the, they kind of opted to get me on loan with the options of buy. So. How, did, how did you find being at Palace? Obviously, very decent sized club, Premier League. Yeah, yeah. In that, was it, did you see a, a difference? Obviously yeah, I mean, coming from coming from Ireland, I think the setup, um, just everything is a lot higher standard. I mean, in Ireland, we're kind of we're not at them at that stage with, I mean, training grounds and stadiums and just the facilities, I suppose. Um, so making that move is obviously a dream come true because it's I find it's very hard for people from Ireland to get the move over, especially now with Brexit. You have to be eighteen to get over. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I made the move during COVID. So it was kind of different back then as well because everything was closed down. There was obviously regulations what you could do and not do. And there was obviously no people at matches. Yeah. Um, but no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no to it again. Yeah, I remember when you signed for Swindon and, and you, you walked in on the first day. Couldn't believe how big you were. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's fair to say since we've been here in the five years, definitely... The biggest, the biggest player we've had. We were like, we're yeah. 
Get some. <laughs> yeah. Too. yeah. Obviously, you were only here for six months, but we had sort yeah, yeah. we had the Man City game. Obviously, yeah, sort of sort of joined. Um, and then when you look at the end of the season, we obviously had the playoffs, which you were involved in both of the games. What was your? Yeah. How do you sort of remember the playoffs, and what was your sort of view on it? Um, I mean, obviously, the one that stands out to me is the four-player game um, of what happens, but. I mean, we put that aside for now, but I mean, yeah, I think we're not harsh done by, but I think we're definitely the better team of the teams in the playoffs, so we were very unlucky and it just didn't click, I think, in them games. Um, and I suppose they're just, they're games you need to win as well. Good way about a penalty, though, second leg, handball, and a cross, and a game. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolute dead set penalty. We win the yeah, game. Yeah, well, obviously this decision is spot. So football is in it. Yeah, that's what football is. Something for you, obviously, you're, you're only 22 now, so obviously it's something good for you to experience at such a young age, though. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think um, playing in first-team environments from from that, time, that, that age, uh, my position is very important um, even just the physical aspect just being around experienced players um, just having that bond because I think it's a lot different to progressing in your career as opposed to playing in academy football it's not the same thing if we, people are like oh he plays for uh, Man City Academy or Chelsea Academy it's, it's just not the same as playing in, in first team football um, when people are, are playing for want to play for like I suppose their jobs and just trying to win the league as such for the academy football is more so about um, developing players yeah it's a lot more about the result isn't it where obviously yeah, yeah. the result's not so much of a problem when you're in, in an academy we spoke to quite yeah, a few exactly, yeah. just about that and even yeah it's just a lot more riding on it obviously yeah exactly I think it's important for players to go and play first in football you uh, made maybe debut first at Mansfield, was that right? Yeah, I remember. Do I remember that? that was, yeah, yeah, that was my debut. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, the pitch was all cut up and the first ball I received and I got smashed. Um, yeah, I remember doing my ankle in that game and that kind of carried that through for the whole six months I was there. Really, yeah, that was that was um, quite early on in the game as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was only the first fifteen minutes. I remember stuck my ankle in and. Actually, I don't know why I played on it, but it was like a bloom the whole game. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. And then we the game was it three or four days later. Um, so I just took a few painkillers and played on, but that was, that? You know, that was crazy. First game. No, I can't remember, but I do remember obviously his ankle blowing up. Yeah. We had quite a few players that were playing for injuries that season. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. 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 Well, that was well, a good to be fair. Yeah. Well, before we go on to the move after us back to Palace everything else should we do your five side team yeah just on the five side is that it's on, it's on players I've played with isn't it yeah, players you played with yeah so okay. just go keeper then the players and then we'll talk about the players after you've named your team alright ok um, go on so keeper I could I mean Anthony Lopez so he's obviously here now I just think he's because he's an experienced keeper, <clears throat> um, yeah, he's just experienced. He's he's older now. He's played a lot of games for Leon. 
Um, so he'd be my goalkeeper, um, centre back. I think Mark Away at Palace. You can probably see he's in England international now. I just think he's he has it all. Really clever, clever player, um, and just he's a really good lad as well. Just to to be around and to learn from. Um, another centre back. Two defenders. Um, and two defenders. Two defenders. Oh, no. Oh, so, so it's one keeper, one defender, two, one, yeah, one defender. You can do it however you want. You could have four defenders if you want. <laughs> nah, not on the five side. Um, Coco, so Taliso. Um, he's obviously here. He's, again, an experienced Chinese league winner. Um, I could have my front to you, obviously, because he's just... A great player, obviously. Um, again, um, next um, I put because I love playing one with Astrid and was really. Yeah. I thought really, especially in the season I was there, I thought he was he was really good. Just kind of the playmaker. Technically, so I put him next to him and Coco next to each other, um, and then up front I put one left. It's one left, isn't it? So people yeah, two. Yeah. Um, that is it. Was an obvious one, isn't it? I thought, um, I thought you were going to go along that line. To be fair, yeah, I suppose it's an obvious one. He's for what he's done and Curry's had. So, if I lead the line, lead the line for me. Yeah, I think Reedy would enjoy that as well. Yeah, Reedy, Reedy would enjoy that. Reedy and Talisa kicking up in there. Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking as well. We've obviously put all the shirts in the background, so we tried to sort of mirror it up to players you've. Yeah, yeah no, I need to. I need to get you one over as well. Yeah, we need um, a little someone show and the other one. Um, so yeah, we've, we've gone international sort of um, and we've sort of put players that you played with behind and then when you said the centre-back uh, there yeah. I was thinking why have we not put a Palace one because we, we've yeah, got we've got a Palace shirt yeah we've got a Palace one yeah. so I was thinking why oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, right, so, yeah. yeah we've got Jeffrey Shreps haven't we yeah, I don't know where it is to be honest I think it's in the rail yeah we've <laughs> got honestly Jake since you since you, like some of the shirts we've got we've got a whole rail here now it's crazy Fair enough. We'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not short jerseys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got loads now. Yeah, we need to get one of yours in it. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. I'll definitely have a sent over. It's a good team, that. Um, Gaffer, if you had to pick one. Gaffer, to be fair, I've had... I don't think I've had a bad Gaffer um, in my career so far. I think everyone's been good. I think it's hard to pick one. Um, obviously here you've Fabio Gosa who's kind of given me my first taste of um, the standard of football um, but then he was by I've the had way. I've had many good managers I love Ben as well um, I know, it's difficult it's very <laughs> difficult <laughs> you don't uh, have to we can just go on to the kit if you want yeah I do want to I do want to go on then your favourite kit from your career so far, I think it has to be Leon. I love their kit. The LS. I think it's it's very nice. It's definitely the best kit I've I've played in. And even looking at other kits, I just I love the look of it and the, the stripes and just the context of that. They've always had nice kits. To be fair, they've always had nice kits. Yeah. So even when I was joining, I was like, oh, it's a sick kit to play in as well. Yeah. And their gear, just for training and going to matches, is, is sick as well. Um, just before we sort of move on with the with the rest of your career since Swindon, I just want to quickly say you just said about the manager there, Fabio Grosso. Like, what's what's he been like? Because 
I mean, I, I'm part Italian, but oh, yes, yeah, I'll just chuck that one in there. But obviously, I remember in 2000 yeah. he scored the winning penalty to win the World Cup for Italy. So, uh, what an unbelievable yeah. How's he been with you? Yeah, no, he's for me, he's been great. He's given my first test in football here. Um, so I mean, most of the staff are Italian. He's brought over a few with them. Um, trainings have been tough. I mean, a lot of running, just this Italian kind of trainings. So I mean, we do a lot of running. It's very physical. Um, but no, he's he's been great. The way he's been with players, um, the style of football he wants to play, and um, no, I suppose it's not been easy from coming coming to the team. We weren't doing great. I'm still not doing great, but you know, he's been he's. He's been great since he's come in, I think. We have a good connection, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So, obviously, since we last saw you, you went back to Palace. Um, uh, then you had another loan move, so you obviously went to, yeah. to play for RW. Yeah, yeah. I, back, yeah. I knew I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's confusing. You see the RWDM, but yeah, it's it's racing right there in Molenbeek. Um, it's the full name, yeah. What a season you had there! Obviously, you won the league. That's right, isn't it? You got promoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we we won the league. I mean, before going there, I think there's a lot of question marks on the move because there was something different. Um, even for myself, I wasn't sure what to think of it. It was something that was. A lot different to say playing in the English leagues and just going and maybe trying to work your way up there in the system. But um, no, I was kind of just open minded to it. And when it came about, and I thought, why not I'll go over there and see what it's about and gave it a go. It just grows you as a player, though, doesn't it? Going abroad, I always think this like the players that go abroad, they learn a different style of football, they learn a different culture, you know, and then yeah. eventually, if they make their way back to England, they've got this more rounded kind of education of the game if you like yeah yeah and yeah, no, I think it could develop you in the styles of play I thought it was very technical over there um, but I think yeah moving away from home for a second well not for a second time but for two different country I think for a lot of players you can make or break you and it's um, you can either take it in your stride or it's just sink and go back and and it just wouldn't do you good but I just I took it um as a move I wanted to express myself in. Um, and there's something different, obviously, but I loved my love my year there. The lads there were really good as well. Um, with a lot of cultures there. I mean, the half team was Brazilian. There's obviously French-speaking, Dutch-speaking, English-speaking, so it was a very multicultural squad. Yeah. Um, but no, it took us to the last game to win to win the league, so it was special, to be fair. 
Am I right? In ch- there was another player from Palace on loan there as well, wasn't there? I can't remember his name now. Yeah, yeah. Luke, Luke Blanche came at me initially and then he left in January and then he went to Lincoln, back to, to back to England. I suppose that helped at the start though to have somebody that you were familiar with. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely helped going over there, having someone when I suppose you're not sure what it's going to be like over there. But then as you get to know the lads, it's a lot easier and they're all top lads. What was the the sort of the culture over there that we just saying about how every league sort of different and what was the league like and the culture for the football? Yeah, I mean it was a, I think it was a lot different to the, to playing at Swindon. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a physical league, but it was very on the floor, technical, same as like kind of the Dutch divisions. Um, so I mean like a European kind of football on the floor, kind of tick attack, I suppose. But rarely would you see it kicks long or being physical obviously you have the few games where it is physical but it's different to the English kind of English game um, so I mean having having played in Swindon and, and learned from that side of football and then going over here it's two different types of football so I suppose you develop in two different styles and it helped me in both ways really Before we go on to your you know, return to Palace and then you move to Lyon should yeah. we do some quick fire kick <coughs> What, okay, okay, yeah. what boots are you wearing at my... uh, To be fair, I'm I'm mixing the matching between Puma and Adidas right now. At this moment, I'm wearing Puma. Yeah, so I'm just kind of trying the board of them out. So the colorway is a bit mad. Pretty yellow. Sorry? What did you wear in your last game? Adidas. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll you just said Puma Adidas. Because you obviously wear Nike Tempers yeah, when you were... Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I suppose I've been trying. Yeah, I wore Adidas in Swindon as well, and then obviously I changed to the tempo. Um, so, okay. very um, loyal. One favorite kit as a kid? As a kid? Yeah. Um, I think the Man United one. Do you know the one to AIG? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, with the white. Yeah, yeah, because I followed them obviously, and then they won a lot of titles in that. So I can just that just comes to my mind when you think of it. Um, just that kit. Um, Fun, so it's good. Cut socks or long socks? Cut socks. Cut socks. So socks without a yeah, foot. Just more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Your shin pads. Are you a big old shin pad, or are you like a uh, something up and stick it in the job? No, I've regular shin. Well, I've shin pads, but they're small. But they're not as small as you know, some people now take the take the make and they've like ones like mafias, yeah. but I not like that. I just have small so I suppose size small shrimp pads. Fair enough. And you've done favourite kit for your career because you did it in your five side team. Yeah. So cool. So obviously um after last season you obviously went back to Palace. That how long was your how long did you have left on your contract or was it was it a <coughs> When I left Swindon, or was it before yeah. I came to Leon? Yeah, yeah, last season. Sorry. So when I, when I after I came back from Swindon, I had two years left. Right. Okay. And then so when you came back from Mulbeck, uh, I last, had one year left. Yeah. Oh, so you have one year left. So I did. So what happened? Where, yeah. where, like when you first heard of the interest of Leon, what what were you thinking? Like what, what was happening? Uh, well, like, it was kind of something that was. There were, we were in talks for about, I mean, since the start of the summer. And I had a few other clubs just from in Europe and England, just from because obviously I thought I had a good season in Molenbeek. Um, but kind of 
it kind of dragged on a bit with all the the talks, and I went. And then I went away with Palace for preseason in the US, and then when I came back, then I kind of just started to progress in the talks, um, just because I seen there was obviously two good centre halves in um, Palace that are starting. So I mean, for the minutes there wouldn't have been good, and then. When Leon's interest came about, I just thought it was a no-brainer because of the size of the club. Um, moving away wouldn't have been a problem because I think that's fine for me. And then, yeah, as, as the talks went on, we had talks with obviously the owner. He was the owner of Palace and Leon. So it made things a bit easier in terms of progressing with the talks. Um, and then I just came to the decision that I wanted to leave and go to Leon and um, kick on from there. Well, they they spent a little bit of money on you, didn't they? Was it a million or something? a million pound? Yeah, yeah, just over a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great transfer, but you know, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. we we always talk about like players' journeys after being here and stuff, and like to think that eighteen months prior to you going to Leon for over a million, yeah, you would come in here on loan and you were playing away at Mansfield in your debut, and you were like, we were losing in the playoffs and. All the rest of it. So it made such a big leap, mm. such a journey. Yeah. I remember when we asked when we I can't think of where we were. We were we were somewhere and then we just seen it pop up that you had signed there and we were like just because of like obviously how, like how quick how big of a how big of a jump that was, we were just like we were just like, Wow, what an yeah. unbelievable. It's just it was just unexpected, I think. Yeah, no, it is different. I suppose seeing an Irish lad in, in Leon, it's not your usual, not your usual thing to see. Um, I suppose, yeah, just trying something new and coming out of your comfort zone, and then you reap the rewards. I suppose. That's incredible, mate. Yeah. How's it? How's it been? Sort of living there and settling in and that side of it. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it's a lovely city. I didn't know what to expect, but it's literally it's so nice there to live. Um, you have everything: the food, the restaurants, the the shopping, there's a park literally five minutes from me. It's it's really nice to live there. Everyone's everyone's really nice. Yeah. So I got no complaints. Bit like we said with the Belgium league, how have you found the French league? I mean, is it, have you started the last five games? Uh, yeah, started the last five. Yeah. I think five, you, five you, yeah. You scored in the last game that you played, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it was a needed win. Um, looking at the sort yeah. of results that you've had, so hopefully. That sort of picked up for you now, but yeah, we need to pick it up. First appearance. Sorry, first appearance for Leon. Yeah, not as exciting, I suppose. Um, obviously, coming here, I didn't, I wasn't expected to to get minutes straight away. I kind of knew I had to work my way out to the squad because there's a lot of good players here. Um, but I kind of just put my head down and worked on it, and then <clears throat> obviously when Fabio came. He gave me the chance um, from what I've seen in training, and I mean, it was I was excited, and I thought a, a good good game on my debut, um, and then just kind of started every game since then, really. Um, but no, the leagues it's a tough league. It's fast, it's technical, a lot of good players here. So yeah, I mean, you got to be on it, but you got to do. Yeah, best game so far since you've been out there. Obviously, you scored the goal, but obviously, I suppose there you go. Obviously, but this is the game I've scored in, just because. And then it's our first win, and it's important. And then obviously, scoring uh, makes that bit, that bit better. How have you found? Um, obviously, the language side of it. Have, have you found that hard, or do, do they speak much English? 
Um, no, it's, it's kind of dominantly French bonding lessons um, or two or three a week. It's tough. I mean, French is, is very tough. It doesn't make sense at all, really, compared to English. Everything's, <laughs> everything's backwards. Yeah, everything's backwards and the pronunciation is just, it's very tough. But I mean, oh, I, I can understand a lot more than I can speak. So when team talks or whatever in French, I can kind of understand what he's on about when he's pointing here and there. But then you ask me to say something like that. It was after, I can't remember the game it was after, but there was an inter- maybe it was the one that you scored in. Um, there was a game the other day, and we, we, we watched the interview. I think you said a couple of words French in it, but obviously, oh, uh, you, you had like an Irish French accent, yeah. You, you were trying to like put an accent on, and we were like, This is class. Uh, no, that was probably when I said, Allez, Luel. so that means come on, come on, Leon, as such. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was, it was a French sentence, but yeah, I know. My granddad said the same to me. He goes, "Oh, I seen the interview. Tell me, were you speaking French during the interview?" And I was like, "All I said was Ali the well." So he must. He thought I was saying the whole thing in French or whatever. And I was like, no, that's that's all I said. It's just the Irish French accent going on. It was funny. Yeah, because sometimes I speak fast, so I suppose I'm some people. Sure are people can understand. So, Could you tell sort of? This, how big the, like the size of the club obviously French fans are so passionate aren't they yeah I knew it was a big club coming there but I, I didn't realise realise the extent I mean the stadium is, is huge and the fans are very passionate I mean on either side of the goal you have the ultras yeah. so you'd have the there's like a stand on each side and you have the guy that kind of is in charge of, of them all you have a microphone he's kind of leading the chance and a bit mad like um but now there's thousands of them and then obviously the facilities are one of the best as I've ever seen as well. So I didn't realise I knew it was big but not to the extent of, of this really. Fair play. Um I think that probably sort of about, about wines it wraps us up. Yeah. Um for a brilliant speaker, Jake, to be honest. It's been so long. It's been it's been too long. I mean we should have spoken to you a lot a lot sooner than this. Yeah, yeah, no, I've been following you obviously on the TikToks and I've seen, I kind of feel like sometimes I'm there because I know what's going on. Oh, to be fair, um, the TikTok from when Jake was with us, where me and you are yeah. doing the whole tipping the water into the, tipping the water, yeah, trying to get TikTok ideas. <laughs> Brilliant. So if you haven't seen it, go and watch it because it's yeah. hilarious. But no, even you, I mean, you've grown the channel a lot since, yeah. since then as well. It's, it's going to blow up as well. Um, obviously, Jonah's video we've seen it. I was getting when I seen that. Two of them, yeah. Um, love a good sing along, but now even the group of lads you have now looks a close knit group. It's always, I kind of feel like a swimming, it's always a close knit yeah. group. Everyone's kind of just happens happens to be really. Um, so yeah, no, hopefully, you push on up. Yeah, hopefully, we pick up some results and yeah. we, you know, yeah, yeah, we're still very early, still very early. Yeah, we keep we uh we keep the TikTok going strong. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll be following. I'll be following. Um, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, for the people watching, if you're not following us on the socials, get and do it. Obviously, this is going on our brand new YouTube channel, uh, where there'll be lots of other content over the next however many months and moving forward. Um, if you're not subscribing to this channel, subscribe to it. When we get to 250 subscribers, we're going to do a big giveaway. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun. Um, other than that, 
Cheers for your time, Jake. Yeah. Um, no, cheers for having me. It's a pleasure. Don't forget to send that shirt because we yeah. need one for No, you. definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I'll get it done. I'll get it yeah. sent over. Be front and centre for the next one. Um, um, and all yeah. the best for the rest of the season, really. And hopefully, yeah, same to you. Keep playing and progressing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. Cheers, Jake. Cheers for your time. Cheers, lads. Cheers for that. Okay. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.